0: Hey, you're listening to episode 193, and today I'm going to be chatting all about weight loss struggles. Now, we've had a lot of podcast episodes in the past, that have talked about weight loss struggles. But today I'm going to be talking about the eight steps to end weight loss struggles. So this is really that the fact that you've tried diet after diet, and most of them were just a quick fix, and you'd lose weight. And then after a few months, you'd gain it back. And this is ongoing cycle. Maybe you've heard about keto weight loss, maybe you've tried keto weight loss. And I'm just going to bust through the eight reasons why you're not losing weight on keto maybe some things you've heard before maybe some things you haven't if you want to delve deeper into this conversation head on over to happyketobody.com that is my 12-week program for the keto ladies so if you are a woman on keto who's struggling happyketobody.com now all the resources and links and other supportive items can be found at ketodietpodcast.com just look for episode 193 on that page and if you have questions about today's content head on over to healthfulpursuit.com slash contact and ask me okay let's do this thing Welcome to the Keto Diet Podcast. If you're new around these parts, I'm Leanne Vogel. You may know me as the international best-selling author of The Keto Diet, The Keto Diet Cookbook, Keto for Women, and the writer behind the site, HealthfulPursuit.com. As a woman, you already know exactly how hard it can be to lose weight, stay in shape, and make the best of your diet. I've put together a free 21-page guide exclusive to podcast listeners that shows you why imbalanced hormones are generally at the core of all struggles that women face when it comes to our weight and our overall health go to keto 4 women.com for your free guide in this free 21 page guide called managing hormone imbalances for the keto lady i share tips that will help you find success in adjusting your keto to fit your lady body first i'll provide five tips to help you stay focused as a keto lady and lastly we will review the top hormone imbalances that affect women signs you may have a hormone imbalance and actions you can take right now to achieve hormone balance you can get your free 21-page guide at keto 4 and thank you so much for listening today. So today I'm reading from a blog post that I wrote about a year ago. It's one of our most popular, and I can just about guarantee you have not read it. <laughs> so here goes. You've tried diet after diet. Most of them were just a quick fix. You'd lose weight and then a few months later it would be back. But then you heard about keto weight loss. Maybe you heard about it from a friend or on the internet or in the news. So you decided to give being a ketogenic woman a go. Welcome to the community. And if you're new to the community or you're thinking, what is keto, then I should explain before we get started. Keto is a low-carb, high-fat eating style where we eat less carbohydrates than normal to slide into the metabolic state of nutritional ketosis, not to be confused with ketoacidosis. In this state, we are able to burn fat as fuel, regulate our hormones, and in the case of today's blog post, lose weight. You should know something keto is not a one size fits all diet depending on the individual slight adjustments should be made and if you don't make them you could have trouble accomplishing your goal of losing weight. So here's some keto help eight reasons why you're having a hard time losing weight on keto and how to fix it. Number one, check for hidden carbohydrates. In order to stay in ketosis, you need to avoid copious amounts of carbs. I know you're thinking, Leanne, tell me something I don't know. A lot of women are just simply eating the wrong kind of carbs, which increases their total carbohydrate allotment unnecessarily. Carbohydrates in your favorite low carb protein bars are very different from the carbohydrates in some of your favorite Low carb vegetables like cauliflower, broccoli, or spinach. Your best bet? Opt for low carb whole foods whenever possible and avoid as much of the additional low carb foods where they're not so low carb at all. Number two, overconsumption. There's something you need to know ketosis will not necessarily lead to weight loss. The reason for this is just a simple combination of math and basic nutrition. If you eat too many calories, now I'm going to put a caveat in here, you will not be able to lose weight, even if you dramatically decrease your carb intake. That being said, and here's the caveat, a well cared for metabolism is the key to health. And by eating too few calories, you can get yourself into trouble too. And I taught about this in Happy Keto Body at happyketobody.com. Being on a keto weight loss plan does not mean that you just consume as much fat as you want. If you eat too much fat, you will create an extreme surplus of calories. The reason for this is that fat has more than double the calories of protein or carbs. A pound of fat holds 3,500 calories. So if you do the math by cutting out 500 calories every day for a week, you'll lose about a pound of weight. Now, this is just like the basic math here, but that's not necessarily what will happen to the body because there's so, so much more at play. The fact that fat contains so many calories is where it gets messy, which is why it's necessary to count fat grams so that you can stay cognizant of your consumption. If you are a volume eater, meaning you like to feel full after you've eaten, don't rely on fats to make you feel the fullness. Instead, add low-carb veggies like cucumber, celery, and iceberg lettuce into your meals to add bulk without the mega-calorie hit. Number three, underconsumption. Just as eating too many calories will prevent you from losing weight, eating too few calories can do the same thing. You need to make sure that you eat enough calories so that your fat stores can cover the deficit you create by not consuming carbohydrates. If you fail to do this, your body will start to eat away at your lean muscle mass in order to get the energy it needs to maintain its current state. When you eat too little and create a deficit that's too big, your metabolism will downregulate to ensure that your body is able to function properly. Should consumption go too low, unnecessary things like maintaining a regular menstrual cycle is eliminated. This is when women have issues with their cycle in relation to a calorie deficit. Number four, excessive exercise. Everything in moderation, including exercise. Now, don't get me wrong. Exercise is one of the best things you can do for your body. It has been proven through study after study to improve your health in many different ways. Plus, it makes us all feel good, but there's a limit. There are two reasons for this. The first is inflammation. While all forms of quality exercise will lead to some acute inflammation, overexercise often leads to both oxidative stress and systemic internal inflammation. The second reason chronic exercise isn't a great idea is that if you're overdoing exercise, it's likely cardio or some other form of aerobic training. The problem with overdoing aerobic training is that it burns so many calories, making your body feel deprived and increasing your appetite. In the end, you'll overeat to restore the calories back to your body. Your willpower just can't overpower your biology. Back to today's episode in a sec. So I've been doing a little something for 10 minutes a day, and all of you are starting to notice, and you're like, what is your secret, Leanne? Your skin is glowing. What are you doing? So a couple of months ago, I was quite hesitant, but I ordered a Juve Red Light Go. It's a handheld device that I hold up to my face for 10 minutes a day. It's red light that stimulates collagen, counteracts the signs of aging, is beneficial on the effects of wrinkles, acne scars, hypertrophic scars, and the healing of burns, And it's also been known to be an effective natural acne treatment. And as a 30-something-year-old whose mother told her that she would definitely stop having acne at 18, I can tell you that's a straight-up lie because I am now in my mid-30s and still struggle with acne. But for the last couple of months since I've started using my JuveGo every morning for 10 minutes... My acne has gone away. My scars from way, way back in the day are healing. And my skin has this wonderful, beautiful glow. So if you're wondering, what is this thing? How do I do it? It's a handheld device that emits red light. I put it close to my face every morning for 10 minutes. It's a rechargeable light. It lasts about 10 days on one charge. So you just hold it up. 10 minutes relax when it turns off you go about your day you can find out more by going to juve.com keto that's j-o-o-v-v dot com keto Click on shop and choose targeted devices. Now, if you want the device that I have, it's the Juve Go Red model, and that'll help boost the collagen in your face, reduce the fine lines, acne scarring, and all that amazingness. Help boost your glow. Again, that's J-O-O-V-V dot com slash keto. Okay, back to today's episode. Number five, high levels of stress. High stress can often lead to issues with weight loss because of cortisol's role in the body. This stress hormone is one of the hormones released when your body is under stress or in fight or flight mode, and because cortisol pushes your body to store fat around your stomach, when there is excess of the hormone, your body will struggle with weight loss. Additionally, cortisol can force your brain to be under-fueled because it pushes glucose to the muscles instead of the brain when the body is stressed. Besides weight gain and keeping the brain from getting the energy it needs, cortisol can also lead to acne. Bummer, right? Now, don't go thinking cortisol is evil. I know I've painted that picture, but we do really, really need it to survive, stay alert, motivated, and awake. The good news is that when your stress is under control, cortisol gets to do what it's meant to do, regulate our sleeping cycles, boost motivation, and be our friend throughout the day. It's only when the hormone is overproduced that weight loss is hindered. And the even better news is that your hormones on keto are more regulated. This means that you can get better at managing your stress and keep your cortisol levels in check while following a ketogenic diet. The reason for this is that the foods that are encouraged for keto women have anti-inflammatory properties which help to reduce chronic cortisol levels and improve your sleep. Number six is lack of sleep. Sleep is a tricky topic, and I'm really exhausted right now, so I really need this. Sleep is a tricky topic when it comes to how much or how little someone should get. But you do need to test out how much sleep your body needs, and if you don't get enough, weight loss can be stalled or completely hindered. The reason that a lack of sleep can take such a toll on your body is that it messes with your body's biological clock and your circadian rhythms. Your organs depend on these because they are set to understand and operate at different levels depending on time. If you stress with your sleep schedule, they won't operate at their optimal levels, and maximum fat loss simply can't be achieved and then there's the hormone regulation including the hormones that control your hunger specifically do hunger hormones are negatively impacted by your lack of sleep the first is ghrelin which is the hormone that makes you feel hungry ghrelin levels are increased when you don't get enough sleep The second is leptin, which is the hormone that makes you full. Leptin levels are decreased when there is a lack of sleep. This combination leads to a struggle with weight loss and cravings and horribleness. It's not fun. So this is a really interesting piece too, is because I would get lack of sleep because I forced myself to wake up at five o'clock in the morning to go training and I was operating on four hours of sleep and I wondered why I was gaining all this weight. Yeah, it's because I wasn't sleeping. Number seven, food sensitivities. It is not uncommon to have a food sensitivity that you aren't aware of. Oftentimes it is a sensitivity to dairy foods like cheese, cream, yogurt, and ghee, and recently many people have become aware that they are sensitive to gluten. These sensitivities lead to problems with the gut and the gut imbalance then leads to inflammation. The inflammation can then turn into a handful of different chronic diseases, not to mention weight gain. So even if you are strict about tracking calories and following your macros, you still need to listen to your body. Experiment with different foods and see how different levels of various foods make you feel. Number eight, resistance to leptin. I mentioned leptin before, but it needs a deeper explanation. It is a hormone that helps control fat. Essentially, it sends a message to your brain when enough fat cells are present so that your brain knows when to stop eating. The hormone itself is produced by fat cells in your body and it plays a big role in calorie intake, calorie burning, and the amount of fat you store on your body. When your body becomes resistant to leptin, it stops the brain from receiving the message that there are enough fat cells. In other words, you don't know when you're full. Reasons for leptin resistance include poor sleep patterns, the body being in starvation mode, a diet high in processed foods... Calorie restriction, overeating, and stress. Leptin resistance is a big reason that people with obesity struggle to lose weight. They have plenty of leptin, but their brain isn't getting the signal, so they never feel satiated. So, while all of these eight issues could be the reason why you're struggling to lose weight on your ketogenic diet, you will need to narrow them down. To do this, you should go through a trial and error process. Once you pinpoint the issue, you can begin to address it and watch as keto weight loss works for you. Have fun and remember that your body is on your side. X O Leanne. Good blog post, right? This is one of my most favorite blog posts that I've ever written. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I know it's a short one. I hope you don't get angry, but I feel like I just shared a lot of value. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I have. In episode 194, so on Sunday, October 6th, I'm gonna be sharing everything to do with yeast infections and your vagina. So ladies, listen up. If you struggle with yeast infections, sometimes you get them once a month, once a year, once a decade, I don't care. I recently had a yeast infection and it totally rocked my world because it was the first one I had had in like over 13 years. And I was like, what do I do with this? Ah, So I wrote down everything that I did, that I used, all the supplements, everything. So if you're interested in that, definitely hold tight for episode 194. That comes out on Sunday. Thanks again for listening and I will see you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Keto Diet Podcast. Join us again in a couple of days to discover more keto for women secrets for your fat-fueled life.